You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. We hope you enjoy this week's show and you can find out more about us by going online at beardedtheologians.com where you can pick up a few t-shirts, listen to a few old episodes, and find ways that you can connect with us. Thank you for listening. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So uh, this week, uh, we figured uh, a couple things. We learned a couple things just talking. Uh, and one of the things that we've kind of reflected on for this year so far, we've kind of been looking at some words, uh, one, to either try to reclaim them or try to um, express what they mean to us, because we feel like that that's a healthy thing uh, for people to hear, because sometimes these big theological words uh, can be confusing or hard to understand or have been used in ways that have not been helpful or uh, or healthy. And so this week, the word that came to mind was hope. And so, Zach, as you think of hope, what comes to mind for you? Well, um, I hope that um, I had a dad joke there and I lost it. Um, no, hope is an interesting word. It's it's uh, one of the, um, it's just one of the words I use a whole lot. Um in, in my preaching and in, in teaching and just really in my day-to-day life. Um, I live life with a, a very optimistic amount of hope, uh, for, for a lot of things. And I, I find it really interesting. Um, I'm trying to look up the definition. So, um, so so just the dictionary definition of hope is a feeling of expectation and a des- desire for certain things to happen uh, as a noun, um, a feeling of trust, or as a verb, uh, wanting something to happen or be the case uh, is what hope means. Theologically, um, the Christian anticipation of the future as the fulfillment of God's purpose based on God's covenant uh, faithfulness and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is known by uh, the work of the Holy Spirit, the church. And so, I don't know, I think a lot of things about hope. Um, and like I said, I, I use that a lot. Um, I have hope for the future. I have hope for the church. I have hope for my baseball team. Uh, I have a lot of really, and like I said, optimistic hope, uh, almost to a fault. Um and I think I lean on that quite a bit in uh, how I present my leadership in the church and just, like I said, in my day-to-day life that, you know, uh, we're we're going to have days that aren't great. Uh, we're going to have days that we're worried about stuff, days that are heavy, uh, but I have hope that uh, things would be okay. Um, you know, that the money would be there, that people would be there, that that something, you know, if today is bad, that tomorrow will be better. And, um, yeah, I just, I just kind of, I kind of lean on hope a lot in, even without speaking it in, in those ways. Um, and I don't know that, you know, reclaiming, reclaiming the word, I don't know that I've, uh, had a bad experience with hope that it's been used, uh, aggressively towards me (laughs) or poorly. Right. Um, I'm sure it has, but again, I lead with an optimistic sense of it. And so I don't, I don't always catch it. You're muted. 
I hope that one day you'll unmute yourself. I, I just need to look at my thing. I don't ever look at my thing. I, I don't ever look at my button to unmute myself. <laughs> just because, um, you know, you, you bring up a couple uh, uh, points. Well, I think the one um, is, I mean, I, I chuckled a little bit. You said you hope for your baseball team since right. today is the first day of spring training. Yep. Um, uh, spring training games, I guess. Um but I think the other thing too is that yeah, I'm not one to say that like it needs to be reclaimed, mm -hmm. but I would say from a theological perspective, it needs to be uh, better articulated mm -hmm. because I feel like it's gone the way of love. Sure, and I say that because I I uh, in my earlier in my uh, academic adventure uh, in my undergrad program, um, I discovered Jurgen Moltmann who is the granddaddy of Christian hope uh, mm -hmm. who uh, you know, I, you know, he's just the, he's the dude. If you want to read about Christian hope, like it really does. And it, and it has to do is because he really believed that it was the foundation of our faith. And, and, and he has a, he has a great quote and I have a couple of his quotes pulled up. So like, I don't have these in my mind. Some of them I do, but I want to make sure I got them right. Uh, but the theological foundation for Christian hope is the raising of the crucified Christ. And, and really it is like hope is really what we should be about that hope of what is to come. Um, and, um, uh, and I think that um, we have moved away from it being central to who we are, to just being a word. And, uh, because we look at, and, and you and I are, have been involved in many different church circles and you and I can definitely attest that sometimes there's a lack of hope in what mm -hmm. is to come, um, mm -hmm. and what can be good. Um, it feels like we have found ourselves with, um, the decline, uh, in church, uh, as hopeless. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think to reclaim it would really mean to, really centralize it and say that it's a part of who we are. Like, it's just who we are. Mm -hmm. We are very hopeful people. We are hopeful that the creation will be restored and everything will be good. And, and then the, um, that, um, it's going to be all right, you know? Um, and I feel like that while we say we're hopeful, I, I don't feel it sometimes in some circles uh, right. and others I do. Uh, and I like being around those circles a lot more. Uh, the optimism that's there is, is, is healthy and vital. Um, and, and um, it was Augustine who said, hope is the anchor of the soul. And, and I really feel like that with the way the world is, it's, it's shifting us from being hopeful people to being people who are living in fear and buy, you know, buy the thing to save you, which that's not really what we should be about. It's really about uh, the hope that uh, the of the new creation that will be. Right. Uh, one of my seminary professors, uh, Miguel De La Torre, um, who um, is a liberation theologian and and deals a lot with uh, especially Latinx liberation theology, and he. And I'm going to quote him wrong, but he always talked about uh, the idea that we don't have hope until we're hopeless, um, that hopelessness drives us towards hope because um, it, it moves us to action. It moves us to liberation. It moves us to um, get out of the hopelessness. Um, but 
but he, he talked a ton about we can't have hope, true hope, hope in the resurrection, hope in something new, hope in something uh, different until we're hopeless. And it's the hopelessness that drives us into, um, into action. Now, there's a difference in being hopeless and being defeated and depressed and <laughs> right yeah. right and just being yeah. overall negative about the situations that we find ourselves in and i i always appreciated his outlook on that as hopelessness is what drives us into action um to seek the hope and in what's next and what's before us and um you know often points to where the holy spirit is at work already in this world and how do we join that and so yeah i mean it just it for me, that captures the idea that we can have an optimistic uh, hope that that something good is before us uh, and really leans away from the pessimistic hope of, well, maybe to get better. Uh, yeah. At least at least in death, there's resurrection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, this season of Lent reminds us that there's so much uh, we, we can't have hope without death. Right. Uh, we can't. We, we we can't see the fullness of who Christ is and who Christ came to be without the fullness of the life and death and resurrection. Um, it's not an either or. Um, it's not just a one thing. It's it's all of it. Uh, and the fullness of of the really uncomfortable bits of of death and and truly resurrection is what brings us hope in these moments. At least for me. Well, and I think too. I mean, what a great season to talk about this. Uh... Um, you know, I think that, um, we forget that like, in order for things to grow, like death has to occur. Right. Um, and, and I, I think we hold on to the idea of eternal life too much that it hinders us from actually experience resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we need some resurrection in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> uh, but I also feel like that when we ground ourselves in the hope of yet to come of what can be that anticipation of new creation, we can get there once we recognize that something has to change, something has to die for us to move forward. And that's okay. Like that's up, that's the, think of, uh, the Lion King, that's the circle of life uh, <laughs> that really uh, I, I see a lot of churches and, and you probably have too, that they're so um, stuck in what happened in the past <laughs> that they forget that it's time to move forward uh, and, and, and to, to, to honor it. There's nothing wrong with saying, yeah, this is great. But if that's, what's holding us from moving forward, then we're going to die. <laughs> um and and I think that that's where like leaning into hope of what is to come, like really trying to be optimistic. And I try to be like, I'm not gonna lie. I try to be, um, there are moments where I'm better than others. And, but in a sense of like, what is to come the hope of resurrection, like I'm, I'm down for it. Like, let's do this. Like, let's, right. um, let's move forward in this, but yet also recognize that like, it, it was great that this happened, but we're, that's not all that we are. And mm-hmm. we can, we can grow uh by letting go and um knowing of the hope of what is that something else is going to come out of whatever it is that the that that died or moved forward mm-hmm. and, you know the the hope in 
hope and resurrection and uh, the hope in the kingdom of heaven, right? Are two things Jesus talks a lot about, um, but also talks a lot about very cryptically uh, <laughs> in, in some ways. Um, but we get stuck in that. Man, those are resurrections far off from here. The kingdom of heaven is far off from here. Like those are down the road types of things. And and yet Jesus over and over again is like, no, the hope in those things are here now. Like let's let go of what we think is way over here that's that's unattainable later in life or something else has to, has to happen first and realize the kingdom of heaven is with us, that, that resurrection is present with us um in how we find hope hope there um without playing that that weird waiting game that we do uh in our faith in christianity um it's interesting yeah and and i think that like when we like especially in this time of year as we're talking about um you know lent as we're talking about uh you know jesus's death and resurrection mm -hmm. um that eternal hope of 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 just living a life that is um, grounded mm -hmm. uh, in Jesus really does lead us to uh, being more hopeful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I loved how you brought up the uh, Jesus uh, really preaching on, you know, that the kingdom of God is here now. Like it really was like, it's not this far off concept that is disconnected from us. It's here now we are mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, build your kingdom here. Uh, and, and I think that when we ground ourselves in that, it pushes us one to recognize where things have to change, but then to the other is, is that, uh, I, I think of the question last week that I asked in worship, you know, who do you say Jesus is? Mm -hmm. Um, so how do you live that out? Like that, the answer is not the answer, like not to have a well-articulated Christology answer, but mm -hmm. the really the the real uh, orthopraxy of of living it out is really what we should be doing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we can we can have orthodoxy, right belief, all day long, uh, but if we're not practicing our faith, then then why do it? Like just mm -hmm. you know, meh. Right. Well, and and that's that's the difference of having of hope, right, and having an elevator pitch of where we find hope, and then actually living into where we have hope right where we see it where we feel it where we can touch it where you know uh and instead of saying oh i find hope in the love and grace of christ which is not a bad answer right but also saying i find hope in the days that i'm tired and it's hard and i don't really have words for that um or you know we've been answering the question where do we see god at work in our lives and where do we find hope that that's the question right that's the question we're answering and some days there aren't words for it um today or, or, i don't have words for that question or some days we're just so stinking tired that like there's right. just not we don't have that in us right and even that's okay mm -hmm. um i think that we sometimes expect uh some things to occur uh, in a way that is not healthy right um, and can actually make us less hopeful Mm -hmm. um, than actually leaning into uh, the hope that is mm -hmm. to come. Right. You know? or, or trying to manufacture some kind of superficial hope so that we feel better uh, or look better or whatever, right? I instead of just letting hope quietly be what hope is. 
So maybe we need to have a Bonhoeffer approach to it and not have cheap hope. <laughs> you you can have cheap that. hope. <laughs> I know me and Bonhoeffer, I just can't help myself, but at least having some kind of Bonhoeffer reference uh, just because. Uh, but yeah, don't have cheap hope. That's yeah. actually a good way to, to end today. That's uh, yeah. uh, but practice hope that is healthy and um it really connects, draws us into God. I think that that's mm-hmm. definitely a good place to land today. Okay. Um, so we want to encourage our listeners uh, to go to our website at beardedtheologians.com and check out all of our great past content and uh, all the things that we have up there from past interviews um, and, um, you know, pick up a couple items uh, to sh- uh, share with your mom for Mother's Day or dad for Father's Day or grandparents' day or birthdays or whatever other days you need uh, fun uh, gifts to share. Uh, we have all that up there, uh, and you can find that at beardedtheologians.com. And so, uh, to close out the podcast, uh, I'm Matt Franks. Uh, I'm Zach Beckold. Thanks for checking us out. I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.